0: Welcome to the Real Pill Podcast. This is your host and writer for your entertainment corner, Kelsey Loiselle, and with me today is my co-host.
1: Mark Salcedo. (laughs) (laughs) Managing editor and writer at Screen Geek Not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You sounded unsure for a second.
1: I know. I was like, what sound should I use today?
0: (laughs) It was like the creaking
1: upstairs was. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that should have been my sound. <laughs> that
0: was the sound in your brain <laughs> as you were trying to figure it out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Chicken butt. I just need you to know that you seemed really hopeful about what you were saying right now. Okay. About, you know. Findings a, a noise to me. <laughs>
1: Finding the right noise. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: But let me tell you something, my friend. What? Hope is a dangerous thing. <laughs> Hope can drive a man insane. It's like I always say.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Positivity
1: is a slow <laughs> I, I was waiting for that. Let's wait for that. That's let's wait for that. That's why like I saw that quote, I was like, Yep. That's Kelsey's jam.
0: It's like you know me.
1: I know. Fuck. Stop it. Seems like we've known each other so long. I think I know some of you. Some. Some
0: of me? Do I have more me than one?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have more to learn.
0: No, I have multiple personalities, right? There's more than one me in this head.
1: Actually, if that that was the case, I'd be like, cool. Like, every day is a new day. (laughs) Let's try it. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to get.
0: Well, in that
2: case. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You can find us on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, and Instagram at The Real Appeal to and Real. Mm. Um, you can email us at TheRealAppeal at gmail.com. If you could please review us on iTunes, and then we'll get noticed. And our segments are the news, our recent review of The Last Duel, our variety time about DC fandom, and our geriatric cinematic is The Shawshank Redemption. What's the topic, Mark?
1: Uh, pointing fingers until something sticks. Ew. Sticks. <laughs> I'm actually so glad that you finally got to watch this movie. Yeah. So glad you finally watched it. Actually, shit, I was going to watch it again earlier today because I was like, damn, that's a good movie. I'm so glad Kelsey finally watched it. Yay.
0: <laughs> I kind of feel, I'll go into it later, but I feel mm-hmm. a little gypped. Really? Between the title mm-hmm. and the movie
1: because nobody was shanking any shawls? yeah that's why
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> um so before i you know jump the gun or Bury the lead. Bury the lead, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's just get into
1: the news. Get into the news. Yeah, get into the news. What has happened in the news? Looks like Disney delayed six MCU movies. Removed two from the slate. De-de-de-de. That's how the article goes. Too, you have to sing along. Anyway, <laughs> so the MCU is known for carefully plotting schedules, right? Like, from what I now actually like MCU now from what i heard they plot years in advance mm-hmm. they will be like kevin feige or john Favreau, whoever will say like oh yeah we started this like at the beginning with iron man they didn't know what the fuck they were doing yeah um so um there are still two movies that are planned for this year one is the eternals the other is spider-man no way from home however uh it looks like Several of these movies, these MCU movies, have their dates have changed. Their 2022 and 2023 schedule has changed. Um, Disney has officially delayed six upcoming Marvel movies. One is uh, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness. Uh, that was planned for March 2022, and that's now being pushed back to May 6th of 2022. Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, that's now July 8th of the same year, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, it looks like it's taking that spot instead, the July 8th spot. Uh, it looks like. Let me show you, Oh, no, I take the back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Black, Black Panther, Panther Wana, Wakanda Forever is now scheduled for November 11th, 2022. Um, looks like they. After that, let me see. The Marvels. Oh, yeah. The Marvels is no longer in 2022. That's the sequel to Captain Marvel. Um, looks like it's going to be released February. Oh, cool. Around my birthday. February 17th, 2023. On. I'm gonna say Aunt Man. <laughs> 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 Ant Man: The Was Quantum Manium is now delayed to 2023 20, July 28th.
0: They should make a movie called Aunt Man.
1: <laughs> aunt Man. I'm I hate it when people
0: call their aunts Aunt. My Aunt. aunt. I hate that.
1: I don't, I never say Aunt. I always say Aunt.
0: I know. I don't understand when people say Aunt.
1: Yeah. So there were two movies that was set for 2023. Nobody knows what they were except for Marvel. They're now that's straight up taking. Out of, the, out of uh, 2023. Let's um, see. The, the movies that were pulled were scheduled for July 28th and October 6th. My guess, this was probably like maybe Fantastic Four. I, yeah, I would have to guess maybe. No, no, it was untitled. So maybe it wasn't Fantastic Four.
0: Well, is Fantastic <clears throat> Four on uh, any uh, like a titled thing on their thing?
1: I don't. No, I don't think so. No, no. So maybe maybe it could have been Fantastic Four. I'm trying to think. What else could it have been though? Let me see. Not an X Men movie because I, I I don't think they're doing X Men until like the next next phase. Probably yeah. Maybe something Kang related. Um, shit, i gotta speculate now. Maybe another Spider Man movie. <laughs> huh. Not a Shang-Chi. They just barely got that. Damn, now, now I'm just like trying to think about it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the only movies that have actually been, let me see, the only MCU movie to come out unscathed uh, beyond the two remaining for the, this year is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, still set for a May 2023 uh, release. I think, if I remember correctly, I think they're going to start shooting next month for guardians volume three yeah. so given like you know maybe it's maybe maybe 90 days worth of shooting and then rest posts and stuff like that james goes already got the script done he why
0: do i feel like it takes months to shoot things
1: it does normally it take for like a big budget normally it normally takes like 90 days
0: no 90 days to me is too it's short really yeah for some reason i think things take like three to four months to shoot yeah 90 days 90 days is
1: oh yeah three months yeah <laughs>
2: Jesus
1: Christ. Okay, I was, look, l- look, 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 don't argue with the mathematician no. right here.
0: You're going to laugh when you think about why I got confused. Okay,
1: all right, all right. What is
0: it? I was thinking about the, the number 90 mm-hmm. in terms
1: of hours. Oh, yeah. They they shoot a movie in a week and 30 days? No, 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 no. No, it's even
0: stupider than that. Oh, what? So 90 like no, I'm sorry, ninety minutes. Uh, okay. Okay. So my brain was like okay, ninety days. Okay. That's only a month and a half
2: because oh, like minutes it would God. be an hour and a half.
1: <laughs> you know, that that actually reminds me of this meme I keep seeing. It's it's really funny about like how the clock was invented or some shit like mm-hmm. that. And it was like uh You know, okay. There's 24 hours in a day. All right, so you're gonna build a clock that has 24. Said no, it's gonna be 12. Like, okay, so it's gonna. It's gonna. When is it gonna start? Like the beginning of the day, like zero? And he goes, no, it's gonna start at midnight. So it's gonna be 12. (laughs) Like, how can how confused? (laughs) It's gonna
0: start at one. No, it's gonna start.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and like the and like the six means 30. Some shit like that. (laughs) Uh, But no, no. Normally, like it's a a film, a big budget film is normally shot about 90 days. I know that doesn't seem like a lot to some people, but you got to think about it. Like they shoot. Because I've been on sets, especially when like I've been on sets, even when it's not big budget, when it's like low budget, they spend the entire day there. They, you know, they, they like within like, like, uh, regula- reg- regulations and like labor laws and stuff like that, which we're gonna get into actually a little bit in the news. Um, they're supposed to shoot like eight hours, but they tend to push it to like 12, 13, 14, 16, uh, uh 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not union they can push it for like 20 hours if they want to mm-hmm. you know and it's just a matter of people like being manipulated so like the 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 mechanics of like shooting behind scenes can be very very fucking dodgy mm-hmm. but yeah normally like and they and they shoot i think from my understanding they'll shoot from like sunday to like monday like like sunday to the no i'm sorry they'll, they'll shoot monday to like sunday or something like that mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I think it's kind of depending on the studio and the set and stuff like that. But I've seen just constant shooting all fucking day, especially like they got to push something out really quick.
0: I don't know how directors do that.
1: They 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 do it. They have to do it. And it's not even just that. It's the directors. It's the crew. It's the gaffers, the catering, all that yeah. shit. They all have to like follow through. And, and it's not even like a set time. You know, like, oh, it's one day you're going to start like at 8 a.m. And the next day you have to start like. 4 p.m. or some shit like that or no we gotta shoot like 2 a.m. because the night hits just right or some shit like that
0: yeah well then Mm -hmm. our next news story Mm -hmm. talking about you know regulations and stuff Mm um and the amptp have reached a deal so obviously they didn't start a strike which was supposed to be i don't know 8 a.m this morning or something they had Um, to come to an agreement, something like that.
1: So what's the, what's IOTC?
0: Um, IOTC is the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. Mm, Okay. But I have no idea what I is.
1: Um, so I know that IOTC is, uh, they're like for unions and stuff like that and make sure things run on set like a-okay. It's, it's like, it's pretty much a union. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the AMPTP is Alliance of Motion Picture Television, uh, um, picture and television producers.
0: Gotcha. So it's another union, but
1: yeah, it's like union. It's like unions being like, all right, we want a better deal and all this shit like that. Gotcha.
0: Okay, so I got and the AMPTP, um, they came to a deal. So it's a new three-year contract. So there won't be a strike. Mm-hmm. You know. For all those people who like all the drama, yeah, you're sad today. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would have shut down t- film and TV production across the country. So we're mm-hmm. pretty glad we avoided that. Um, so the union put a list together, you know, bullet points of the deal. They wanted 10-hour turnaround times t- between shifts, mm-hmm. uh, 54-hour weekend turnarounds, and 3% wage increases for each of the three next year's. So um, it also includes um, increased meal penalties, so I guess mm. if they're made to like skip a meal, yeah, they're gonna pay. Yeah, um, improved wages and working conditions for streaming productions and a living wage for the lowest paid workers.
1: So I was listening to an episode of the Business uh, KCRW's uh, podcast about like the film business, like behind the scenes stuff like that, and they had uh, they had interviewed. Uh, This guy, he's a, I think he's a script supervisor and script supervisor is pretty much like they are the person between the writers and like the production. They get the script, look at it and be like, okay, we're going to need this, 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 and this is for this scene, this scene, this clothing, all that kind of stuff. And they have to pass that along. But he said that like, in terms of like, let's say the milk penalties, they sometimes production will actually try to push people to not take their meals like Mm -hmm. like people will literally not eat for 12 hours and shit like that because they have they want to keep working and like the the productions they'll just pay the penalties because the penalties are so small so they're like well fuck it like the penalty like thinking of like let's say a big budget film right 200 million dollar big budget film that's gonna like when you get a meal penalty out of like 10 people, 2,000 a pop, that's like 20 grand, right? So that's like chump change compared to them. They're like, well, we'll pay the penalties. We just need this shit done. Yeah. Um, and it's really fucked up because I've heard stories of people, relationships falling apart. People at fucking funerals or like at family get togethers and then come to the find out they get a phone call saying like, hey, we need you on set like right now to do this. And they were like, well, I'm here. And they'll, they'll just be like, OK, well, then don't bother coming to work tomorrow. That's yeah. already threatening like right there.
0: I'm sure people pass out, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a whole medical emergency aspect of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was um, the show Riverdale, the guy who plays Archie. He was driving back from a set, from shooting over 12 hours, and fell asleep and crashed his car. And that was not supposed to be happening, like, at all.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, They they have been people who've, like, gotten hurt, like, trying to get back home or being... Producers have actually, like... Like, left people stranded in a certain location because the bus transportation was like closed or something like that. So, they're like, what, what are we gonna do?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, IATC International President Matthew D. Loeb said in a statement, This is a Hollywood ending. Our members stood firm, they're tough and united. We went toe to toe with some of the richest and most powerful entertainment and tech companies in the world. And we have now reached an agreement with the AMPTP that meets our members' needs. Um, Another union leader called the deal a greater gain we've made in the history of negotiation. Um, So the 54-hour weekend is a significant win for the union um, because it's supposed to eliminate Fratterdays,
2: days,
0: which they call it that, um, where productions would schedule late Friday shifts that would go until early Saturday morning. Um, So the contract still allows productions to call six-day work week weeks um but they have to have a weekend turnaround of 32 hours
1: yeah yeah and that's like i mean that's like i mean with every with every industry that's a difference like even like if you have a shift change you got to know like at least eight hours before 10 hours before or something like that Mm -hmm. and then the way how it's it's like i said sometimes in, in different in different industries they're treated differently and stuff like that and you you i mean it's like like i said like i remember when i when i was taking a when i was part of like a what's it called like a school a, a scriptwriting school they they wanted me to get uh like um they they passed me on to like this producer um they passed me on to this producer who's going to be my mentor and he was like okay well what am i going to have to do cuz i i remember when i had signed up i was like open oh, me down like as a director so they're like, all right, well, we're, g- we're going to connect you with like, other directors, other producers. With, no, I'm sorry. We're going to connect you with directors. So I had to go talk to a producer, this guy who owned this company, production company. And he was like, all right, I'm going to put you on set with this director, right? First day there, I was on the set for 12 hours, nonstop. Guess what did not happen? Mealtime? One, mealtime did happen. But two, never met the fucking director ever. Really? Yep. I met him. No, I take that back. I met him once. And that was when, hey, we needed somebody to be in this shot. Can you be in the shot? And I was like, nope, I can't act for shit. Like, straight up. Like, sorry, I can't do anything. And that was it. <laughs> but, like, I remember. But, see, that's the thing. A lot of times, some of those some of those sets, you were actually just standing there.
0: Like, did you ever tell anyone, like, hey, like, I didn't actually get to meet the
1: director? Yeah, I, t- I told the producer. No I, no, no, I didn't even do that. I called up my uh, counselor. And I was like, hey, you know what? I'm not really digging this guy, but. I just realized I don't I don't want to do the directing thing. I want to do like more of the script writing thing. And they're like, "All right, well, we'll just put you in script with a script writer. Oh, okay. Met with met with um, what was the dude's name? i his his name is Blank Mirror right now. Peter Foley. There you go. He's a script writer. Connected me with him. Boom. Met him like probably like once a week or once every other week or something like and you that. Still
0: meet up with him sometimes.
1: Yeah, we still chat like here and there and catch up and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is kind of get you an idea of like sometimes when you're on set, like. Sometimes you're just standing around just making sure, like, everything is, like, a certain way or some shit like that.
0: Yeah. Um, so, more details on the agreement, such as, you know, like, a proposed increase in hours to qualify for the pension plan. I didn't even know there was a pension plan. Um, and a provision for streaming residuals to shore up the pension and health plan. Um, those were not immediately disclosed. So two contracts are up for negotiation. The basic agreement, which covers the 13 Hollywood um, locals (coughs) and the area standards agreement, which covers another 23 locals around the country. Um, so they've not yet concluded on the area standards agreement, but, um, its provisions are usually pretty closely tied with the basic agreement. (coughs)
2: Um,
0: the union told members in an email, everything achieved was because you, the members, stood up and gave us the power to change the course of these negotiations. Our solidarity at both le- a- the leadership and the rank and file level was the primary reason for- that no local was left behind and every priority was addressed. Um, <clears throat> it still has to be ratified by the membership.
1: So if, this is like the, what, the first strike in 128 years, right? Uh, is that what I'm reading it?
0: <clears throat> I don't know. Um, it said... That the contract still has to be ratified by the mm-hmm. membership, but um, the union will not be calling the first nationwide strike. Yeah. So Damn. it still hasn't had a strike in the 120-year yeah, yeah. history. Ow. Um, so, um, yeah, if you're booked for Monday, they said, report fork. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, like, technically, this shit could still, like, fall apart at any moment.
0: It still could, yeah. Fuck. This is kind of <laughs> like when the House of Representatives comes to an agreement Oh. Uh-huh. and they get enough like Democratic votes or whatever, but mm-hmm. the Republicans aren't really on board, but we have enough votes to push it through the Senate. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we got it. Mm-hmm. And the Senate's like, no.
1: <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, dog. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so. <clears throat> I mean, I think I think we pretty much got the gist of it and everything. Yeah. So, er- so everything's fine. For now. For now. The shows are still going to be produced. Everything's going to be running smoothly. You know, we've increased For the now.
0: debt ceiling. I mean, we've. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <stupid. laughs> and the concept is so stupid. Anyway.
1: <clears throat> there's, actually, you know what? There's a, there's, a, there's a woman who I was in a script writing class with and, uh, just recently. And <clears throat> she was. uh We followed each other on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she was actually posting that, like. Like, oh great, we don't have to strike yay. <laughs> like she was like Crisis averted. Yeah. So yeah. <sighs> Alright. <clears throat> what do we got next?
0: Next we're going to do our recent review of the last duel.
1: There is only one question that matters.
0: Do you swear on your life that what you say is true? My father told me my life would be blessed with good fortune.
2: I'm married. I was a good wife. And then was judged and shamed by my country.
1: Of you. I spoke the truth! A most unspeakable charge has been brought against you.
0: Choc Legree entered our home. He attacked me.
1: The accusation
2: is false. I am telling the truth. The truth does not matter. There is only the power of men.
1: This should be settled quietly. I'm innocent! I request a duel to the death. If you lose, your wife will suffer dire consequences. One of us has lied. Let us let God decide.
0: The synopsis is King Charles VI declares that Knight Jean de Carrouge settle his dispute with his squire by challenging him to a duel. Directed by Ridley Scott, written by Nicole uh Ben Affleck, and Matt Damon. It stars Matt Damon, Adam Driver, Jodie Comer, Harriet Walter, and Ben Affleck.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> what?
0: First of all, let's talk about that clicky noise. Oh, that
1: you're hearing that too?
0: No. <laughs> In the el capitan theater
1: oh okay because like i'm sorry i'm getting like a clicky noise on my my headphones i'm like fuck let me fix it real quick i'm like oh shit she hears it too (laughs) oh my god it's in the recording (laughs) um oh yeah yeah. so okay so kelsey and i actually checked out this movie uh uh at a press screening uh we were at the el capitan theater in los angeles Uh
2: um
1: which it looks like they have a like nightmare on uh not um not Nightmare on Elm Street. What's it called? Like
0: a Halloween. What's that thing? movie
1: called? Uh, the, Which ten- one? the. This is Halloween. Halloween. The fucking Nightmare Before Christmas. There you go.
0: Isn't that what you said?
1: No, I was gonna say a Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> uh, it looks like they have like some four D event and all that kind of stuff like that. And like the movies, it's so funny. We're gonna talk about the movie. But we have to mention what happened. <laughs> um, the movie has started, and then all of a sudden. Like we, everybody in the theater, there's like this loud, like someone's like firing like firecrackers at the same, like all of them at the same. It sounds
0: like electrical arcing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which is really what it was, actually.
1: Yeah, and there was like a there was a minute that people were like, including myself, was like, oh, is this part of the show? Like, oh fuck, they're going all out. But when it went on, (laughs) it went on longer than it should have. It got. (laughs) You can see people like covering up their ears, like, oh, fuck, it's annoying. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, fortunately, like, it didn't really, the movie, the credits haven't even started rolling when that shit happened. They cut it off. So,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> really, Scott, want to add a level of like, mm, to a story. Exactly. Um, okay, so I was actually, it's funny, I, I, you kind of had to sell me on this movie.
0: I was just like, look who's in it. Mm-hmm. Like you got Jodie Comer, which we love her from Killing Eve, mm-hmm. and then you know like Matt Damon and um, Ben Affleck, or yeah. they're always in shit together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Adam Driver is a good actor. Like you can't not watch this. It's
1: funny how you how you say that Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, they're always in their shit, always in shit together. They haven't really been anything together in a while. Mm-hmm. It's just like you you think of one you always think of the other you just yeah, think like they and must the be only the only mo-
0: person who's missing is fucking leonardo dicaprio because they're always a fucking trio
1: yeah that or like <laughs> leonardo dicaprio and Tom mcguire or some shit like that um but yeah you had to sell me on this because this is like a, a sword and shield type setting mm-hmm. and you know i i've said it repeatedly on the podcast i'm like oh, this is that's not my jam i don't really care for that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but I, I think the one thing that really sold to me, other than you, like, oh, we should watch this, we should watch this, is just looking at Ben Affleck with his platinum blonde hair, like,
0: holy shit. And his fucking beard was the yeah. same color.
1: So that, but also, I, one thing that I was really looking forward to is that this was a collaboration between Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in the writing, and they haven't written together since uh, Good Will Hunting. That oh. was, like, well over 20 years ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um I think it's safe to say that like I actually enjoyed this movie. Um, the one, the one thing that really sells this film that or sold it for me was like the acting mm-hmm. was like fucking phenomenal.
0: Like, like you know Matt Damon's acting.
1: His acting in the beginning was like <laughs> bothering me a little bit, but then when you point out like oh like you like he's supposed to be acting that way, I was like okay that makes complete sense now. Yeah. Um, really enjoy. <laughs> fucking Adam driver just dominating shit I always like I like seeing Adam drive or anything like he's in it fuck it let's watch it you know <laughs> um what did you, what did you think of the acting?
0: I thought the acting was really great. Mhm. Um it the one thing that I've really enjoyed was the fact that they didn't get so old-timey with their speak. Oh, yeah. They were like, like, fair lady yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Because that's yeah. the kind of shit that really takes you out of it and yeah. you don't want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that they didn't do that made it an easier watch. Yeah. And, and, that, I'm, and I'm sure it made their acting easier, too.
1: Yeah, and they didn't like they didn't make it too modernized where it's like, you know fucking yo met dog. i know or bet Dave, and go like what's over there by the cot <laughs> so shit is bostonian <laughs> accent um but yeah there's like a nice even balance of dialogue with um modern and like of that era mm-hmm. it, it kind of reminds me of game of thrones where like you can understand what they're saying but that it's not too far out mm-hmm. you know with their dialogue um what's your opinion on what's her name uh, jodie Comer?
0: I think she takes the fucking prize. Oh, really? With acting mm-hmm. in this one, mm-hmm. there's a few scenes where, like, it doesn't matter how traumatic or how bad things got, or how calm and even things are. She had the perfect expression for every single situation, mm-hmm. and like, I don't, I don't know. She was the
1: whole movie. Oh, really? Even though she's like. She shows up maybe like, what, 30, 40 minutes into the story or something like that? Mm-hmm. But like, you kind of like, even though she doesn't show up until like later, you still like, in a way, kind of feel her presence, mm-hmm. Um, like leading up to her, her, her character's arrival. Um, One person who I loved watching was Ben like That dude was chewing up the scene. I was like, holy, <laughs> it's, it's so funny because like, you, you kind of, you can kind of like, predict the way Ben I was gonna act. He doesn't really like you like you never really see him stretch like his performance or try to see what he can do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's either like maybe a tough guy, funny guy, or maybe he's like a sad guy, like a very mopey kind of guy or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And this one he was like super playful. Like uh-huh. just like, anti Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> straight up It was like it was like he turned into the Riddler. Like hey what's going on guys? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what did you think of uh, was his name? Ridley Scott's directing I know you've seen have I show you I feel like I've show you a Ridley Scott film oh Blade Runner perfect example Blade Runner Alien yeah
0: okay um it had pacing issues mm-hmm. I can't even really remember what I really thought about that mm-hmm. I just remember like there were times where like god this is just going on
2: yeah yeah okay.
0: um and i feel like even though i explained it to you in a way that you understood he could have got matt Damon. it could have been a little bit different
1: in his performance or just
0: a little tiny bit Also. so that you would actually know that that was how the character was supposed uh, to be okay, I you got know what you. i mean yeah like, i
1: got
0: you um I mean I kinda knew that he was supposed to be that way, but at the same time, like he he was irritating, like mm-hmm. he was irritating. <laughs> like in the way that the fucking higher academic class kids were irritating in school.
1: How okay, what do you mean?
0: Like they're better than everybody else? Like, oh,
1: okay. I, I that's thing. I didn't see him like that. I saw him as more like I saw more like the guy who's like, I don't understand why I'm not getting ahead. You know, I work hard, I do this, like that kind of like attitude, but like dumb. Yeah. Like, um, you, I mean, you can. T- there's like a there's like a, a clear difference between, um, uh, in terms of like intelligence between Damon's character and Adam Driver's character. Mm-hmm. You know, and even Adam Driver's character is like, yo, you gotta like you got to kind of like play the politics about it
0: like you you almost kind of think that matt damon was the product of an incestuous relationship (laughs) like he kind of looks weird Uh but also like i'm sorry i just had a thought okay (laughs) um he also like can't think straight like there's Mm -hmm. just something wrong with him (laughs)
1: like he's too stupid to realize he's too stupid yeah oh okay i, I, I was it.
0: just having a thought that the older matt damon gets the weirder mm. his nose looks
1: okay really so i got distracted I have not by noticed. that
0: <laughs> you had you didn't notice it I, have, like, I haven't noticed it's it, like uh, the older he gets mm-hmm. it's like you know how they always say like your nose and your ears are always growing
1: oh so you're saying okay 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 uh.
0: his nose stopped growing with the rest of his face or something <laughs> okay i don't know like it doesn't match it's like someone made his face out of play-doh and they're like oh i forgot the nose <laughs> and they put it on there and they're like huh okay
1: uh all right let me let me <laughs> see i know look i'm looking up. like matt damon i'm trying to go matt damon like 2005 uh let me see Look, like he
0: looks normal he has like a perky little I, nose, but it just looks I, I, more I, out of place the I, older he gets.
1: I think because I think because he, like I say, like he's gotten older, it's just his face has gotten fatter. That, I think that might just be it.
0: Yeah, but it's not because he has a fat face. It's because of his nose. <laughs> his nose doesn't fit his face anymore. <laughs>
1: oh shit! I kind of see what you're saying.
2: You're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's getting old.
0: <laughs> i was thinking of um one of the guys from grumpy old men
1: oh you're, well probably walter walter Matthau. probably he yeah. was
0: his nose always stuck out too
1: yeah it makes me
0: think of the nixon masks that they was put oh, in the robbery movies
1: you mean you mean the one robbery Reagan,
0: movie? one of the two
1: no I no i could just say you're you're thinking of point break maybe yeah i i know you're thinking of point break because i think that's the only movie that has a Nixon mask in it like that. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Not even in Baby Driver. I think they use President Mask
1: too. No, they they use uh awesome oh, Powers mask. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Somebody else did that. I know they did.
1: Yeah, probably. I may, or maybe it would just maybe just someone doing a Nixon impersonation and <laughs> just like, that's wearing a mask. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so like uh in terms of writing, since you know this is an African day man and uh how you say Nicole Hall,
0: I put Hall of Center.
1: Hall of Center. What I you bet
0: think, you that's wrong. But
1: what did you think of like the writing?
0: Um, I thought the writing was actually good. Mm-hmm. I liked that they wanted to give you the perspective mm-hmm. that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think there wasn't really anything in it that I was like, oh, that's really out of place.
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially like because I I. Um, because uh, I was I, I attended a, a virtual press junket with the cast of this movie and um they had revealed that like Damon and Affleck had been working on the script for like a little while mm-hmm. um, but they they really felt they needed a third person perspective and they more importantly they wanted a woman's per- perspective so they hired her so uh, I believe she said like the script was almost like done and she just added more feeling into a more oomph into it and stuff like that and more of the jodie comers kind of like perspective as well Mm -hmm. which you would think that like bringing somebody on to work on a script after the script is almost complete you would think like there's a bit of like a disconnect or a bit of a mess up around the script or something like that Mm -hmm. but it's even like it meshed pretty well
0: especially because this film wasn't like it wasn't i'm thinking of genres but my brain's not working Mm -hmm. it's not like sci-fi or Mm -hmm. like you don't really have to catch someone up to speed for the topic of this movie.
1: No, 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 no. Like, so
0: I feel like it's probably fit really well because you're like, I totally get that because I get, you know, what's happening here.
1: Yeah, and that's so funny because like this is based off of a true story, and then like a lot of the stuff that's happening in this movie, it can relate it to like now. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of comparison that the last duel is like the is perfect for like the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And it fits well, especially, like, what happens with the Comer character and then, like, the allegations and the perspectives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one scene in particular that we'll talk about in trailers, but there's, like, a, a courtroom scene that was just, like, ooh, that's hard to watch. And not, like, bad, but, like, oh, I feel so horrible for that person, like, mm-hmm. that was, that's taking the bunt of, like, all this shit. Brunt. Brunt?
0: Brunt. Oh, I keep
1: saying bunt. Why bunt? I don't
0: know. Is
1: that what you he hear with the you, bat? You yeah. hear the bat is bunt, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay. You
0: you have a lot of sayings that are a little weird.
1: I know. Are they either weird or you they're like say, slightly off. Yeah,
0: like off the back.
1: <laughs> but it's off the bat, right? hmm Yeah, see, you you helped me fix that.
0: No, you still say it the wrong way. No, I
1: said off the bat.
0: No. Yeah, I don't.
1: do. <laughs> Shut up, I said bat.
0: It's okay.
1: Um, <sighs> oh, okay. I can see the difference between brunt and butt. But it's like in front like, okay <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, okay hey 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 <laughs> you chose to be my friend okay Look, we're here now
0: no, i'm just seeing this as payback for all the weird shit i say
1: Oh, we got a long way to go.
0: Uh, yeah, I know. you got a lot of catching up <laughs> to do. All
1: right. Um, so you want to get into the spoiler section? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we're going <laughs> to get into the spoiler section for Last Duel. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get into it at great lengths. You know, that whole thing, the whole spiel of the spoiler section. So if you don't want to be spoiled, here's your spoiler bumper right about now.
0: My back is still threatening me <laughs> is what, it? i was not moving around that much because i go this way and i'm okay i go this way and i'm like ow ow ow
1: <laughs> no sudden movement <laughs> Shit. yeah like hey ah oh. no high five
0: for you so for once just mm. so you guys know for mm. once i was the well one with the back problems
1: mm-hmm. i
0: never for have one. any back
1: problems And hey, you know what my back is noticing because my back issues want to start popping up now it's like no 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 no
0: <laughs> you <laughs> cannot be one up yeah so another thing
1: yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> Getting old sucks.
0: <laughs> well, it's just because of where I carry my stress.
1: Yeah, but it still sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. So, uh, Dota Comer's acting. Perfect. Perfect. What was so perfect about it?
0: First of all, she's gorgeous. She can wear those weird-ass fucking braids and still be really pretty.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, She... It's funny because almost more than the rape scene,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you can tell what she's thinking
2: mm-hmm.
0: when she tells Matt Damon. Not not when she tells him, but the next scene after that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: when he's talking to other people, and he's like, "I can't be." Um, oh no! It was the. Um, it was after. Was it, was, was,
1: was it after the court scene
0: i think it was maybe during it was one of the scenes where he was like you know this has been like a disrespect against me and mm-hmm. you know like he was making it about him mm-hmm. and he said something and the look on her face she just kind of looked at him like okay
1: <laughs> i think i think i know what you're talking about yeah. it's, it's, it's doing that it's during the uh that where they're where they're out kind of out in public right yeah okay i know what you're talking about okay
0: yeah like i remember her reaction to that
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that sticks in my mind more than her rape scene
1: really yeah okay okay um and i
0: think maybe it's because i can relate a little bit more to like like yeah whatever it's a rape scene but like Mm-hmm. I can,
1: I can <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're you like yeah what a rape scene. Kelsey, Kelsey is not like yeah what a rape scene. It just there's so much more to it than just like that rape scene. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um but the fact that like she's behaving like a real person and like mm-hmm. she has this level of like intelligence that mm-hmm. she's not allowed to show people and like Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know. I guess maybe I kind of like related to her in a way yeah you know i can like not not like more than just being on a basic level mm -hmm. that she's a female and so am i but -hmm. like she's worth so much more than what she was given
1: yeah i can like i can kind of i can kind of picture the the two characters uh comers and damon damon's character i can kind of picture um your past marriage kind of like not like not per se like the rape scene or anything like that but like more of just like not letting your significant other have a voice mm-hmm. to kind of like like not and not in so many words of like talking down to them but just kind of give them a look like you're never just supposed to speak out a term or you know speak until only spoken to or something like yeah that. um especially like that scene where he's like i'm putting like I'm putting stuff on the line, you know, and she just like you I mean you're putting your reputation on the line. My fucking life is on the line, like yeah. about that, you know. And he he even though he says like my life's on the line, but she's like, but you don't understand. Like we're the same thing. Like if you die, I'm gonna die too. Yeah, you know he seems to like have that disconnect with that. Hmm. Um. I
0: think it's interesting mm-hmm. that you say that too because like, you know, not to be too personal, but he uh like my ex
1: mm-hmm.
0: i couldn't have friends because every friend i had he disapproved of
1: yeah yeah and like
0: and that and that does show up in the movie too where she's not allowed to leave the house
1: yeah exactly you know she's not allowed to leave the house and still like and still, like adam driver comes in and like assaults her like she's in
0: she didn't break the rules she stayed inside yeah exactly um, yeah, and then there was like another time where my ex was overseas and one of the neighbors came over. I asked him to put up curtains for me. Mm-hmm. And apparently he thought that was an invitation.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah, so he like, he tried something. But he didn't really get too far.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But like, you know, it was definitely violating.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And um, he t- finally took the hint and he left. And so I told my husband, mm-hmm. even though he was overseas, and he's like, why are you telling me this like i don't need to hear that that's what the fuck <laughs> i'm like okay so i should keep a secret from you
1: yeah i know and then like let's say like you keep that secret and he finds out what do you fucking tell me It's exactly. not, that's gonna happen and they do a scene similar to that in this movie which i thought was it's very i thought was really well uh i think it was really well shot there's like this that scene where jodie Comer is telling matt damon like yeah like Adam Driver, and Ke- well, not Adam Driver himself, but like so and so came in and like raped they me. His name
0: was Jacques Legree.
1: Yeah, Jacques Legree uh, came in and like raped me. And then like there's this shot where like she's on her knees, like looking a- up at Matt Damon, like almost like begging him in mm-hmm. a way. And they do this really cool shot where they show Matt Damon and like half his face is like darkened, and that's a very like shadowy, evil kind of thing where like because right. like you know you're not seeing their full their full face and shit like that. Like,
0: their full intentions. Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. exactly. And he's like, what did you do to invite him to do this? And all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, bitch, like, this. why are you punishing her? You know? Yeah.
0: So he punishes her by making her feel bad. Then he punishes her Mm -hmm. by choking her. Mm -hmm. Then he punishes her by, my dick is going to be the last dick that you've had.
1: Yeah, I was just like, oh, my fucking God. And And, like...
0: The level of ignorance.
1: Yeah, and that's where, like, there's so much, like... That, like I said, this is a true story that happened hundreds of years ago, and it's still easy applied to today. Like, how women aren't, I won't say just women, I won't say victims. Victims of assault are just not believed, or they're like, they're like, uh, spat upon or like hype. They're they're not, they're not, they're hypercritical, but people have been hypercritical of them. What are their intentions? What are they trying to get from this? Not
0: just that, but like, if you think about like the new law in California that just got passed about mm-hmm. um making stealthing a crime
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: like the first thought that usually comes into a lot of people's head mm-hmm. is good but then the second one that's really close and sometimes might even be the first mm-hmm. thought is how do you prove that
1: yeah I, I got
0: and you. so like women are more for more forced to prove mm-hmm. something happened to them and mm-hmm. like Sometimes they can't prove it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they're they're
0: and so like men are given the benefit of the doubt because mm-hmm. they're they're the victims of the woman telling lies.
1: Yeah, and I and I want to bring that up into uh, the film. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, uh, so it's good that you brought that up because like I I, I want to lead into the courtroom scene
2: mm-hmm.
1: where like like if you think about it, if, let me see. <sighs> okay. From what I remember, I don't remember Adam Driver being ever on the stand. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was he ever on the stand during the court during the trial?
0: I don't think so.
1: Yet Jodie Comer's character was put was on the stand and questioned and all that. She was
0: on a chair in a chair in the Mm. middle of the fucking room. Yeah,
1: and like they were like giving her reasons of like why she would lie that she showed interest to him at some point just because he's just because she told her friend that like oh he looks handsome but. But it's like, finish the rest of that conversation where she said, but I wouldn't touch him or like, no. It's
0: really funny that the friend that gave her up mm -hmm. is the one that said that you don't have to be like widowed or whatever
1: Mm -hmm.
0: to have some fun or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She was the one who's like, I totally like.
1: Yeah, we'll go go at that guy go with him. Yeah.
0: But Uh, she never said anything against her.
1: mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucking would have. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so there, there, there's, there's, uh, there, there, I do have like a couple. There is a couple of issues I do have with the film, and one of the issues I do is, um, it's kind of like weird when they're like doing the time jump, because there's a there's a multitude of like time jumps that happens, that's very confusing. Yeah. Which you know, especially
0: like, in the beginning of the film.
1: Yeah, 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 because we're... Because the beginning of the film, you have to, like, build this relationship or at least build, like, time in this relationship between Adam Driver and Matt Damon's character. And they're, like... Like, I don't know how it was exactly in the script, but, like, Ridley Scott's, like, they did this battle. Boom, now they're hanging out. Boom, now 10 years. Boom, now 5 years. And it's kind of like, whoa, 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 hold up, you know?
0: Well, they didn't give you enough time to really think about it, but also, like... You know they would have the little the black screen with the let the word the letters the words across.
1: Yeah, yeah, like the chapter breaks.
0: And I've never seen one scroll them so fast. Oh yeah, I never, I didn't finish. I'm a fast reader. I did not finish reading them before, <laughs> <laughs> and it's only like five words.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like the perspective of this, perspective of that, or something like that. But it seems like a little bit longer <laughs> to like yeah. be like, well, whose perspective was this? You know? Yeah. Um. So okay, because so, you mentioned the patient issues. Is is there anything you can think of with the pacing issues that, like, really stuck out for you?
0: Um, There was a lot of time where I don't think I really had any issues with um, Adam Driver's pa- the pacing and his part of the story. I think it was mm-hmm. Matt Damon's. Mm, okay. And, I, and it's, like, I think it's just because they, they showed you the dumbest idiot first. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a lot of time where he's just kind of like pacing around or like having dinner or yeah. whatever, and you're like, "This is really fucking boring," and I really got worried for a minute.
1: Yeah, like, like for a movie that's supposed to have three different perspectives, it seemed like they had. A, it seemed like the, this perspective of Matt Damon's was longer. Um, I don't like.
0: It could be like that effect where like, yeah, you know, like if you know if you don't know where you're going, mm-hmm. the movie like, if you're in a car
2: yeah
1: yeah.
0: it takes forever to get there but if you know where you're going yeah th- it's the same distance when it feels shorter that's
1: and th- yeah and that's what i was gonna say like maybe they i don't know maybe the time might have been the same they might have got equal amount of time maybe the time was a little bit less but if not it sure it sure felt a lot longer to get to that point yeah to get to like oh we're gonna change perspective now um because like when it got into adam driver's perspective his career's perspective it was like oh this is smooth like i can totally, like, see where all this is going. Yeah. You know, even though we're getting, like, the other side, I'm like, okay, that seems fine. That seems fine. We're going here. Um, And I I, I do like the fact that, like, it was, like, validating some of what Matt Damon was, his character was saying, but it's still kind of, like, leaning into his paranoia of, like, I should be getting this, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, no, dude, like, you kind of, like, shot yourself in the foot. Yeah. (laughs) Repeatedly. (laughs)
0: But I will say that any time that Matt Damon was on screen with mm. Jodie Comer in mm. her version of the story, mm. it also dragged. I really just think mm. it was the character. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, yeah. the
1: dead weight <laughs> of the film. <laughs> um, Not Ben athlete, man. Every time Ben Affleck was on scene. Like, I even liked like the playfulness he had with Adam Driver. He
0: almost makes me think he could do Pirates of the Caribbean, the way he was fucking dressed and uh, behaving. <laughs> and yeah. do it better than johnny yeah. Depp because he wouldn't be a fucking
1: like the abusive asshole piece of shit cry baby
0: yeah that yeah well he is in his own way too but that think yeah kind of he's a womanizer
1: what? cheating
0: is called is considered oh. womanizing
1: oh that's in hollywood <laughs> that's hollywood <How> are you <laughs> No, no, it's a joke. It's a joke. I'm going to say, like, Damn, don't you think Jennifer Garner was getting someone's sight? I don't want to say that. That's disrespectful. We you know, don't know. We don't know though, the relationship. Even though it was a joke. Yeah. It was a joke. We don't know the relationship. You know, I'm going to call up Kevin Smith and he's going to tell me what's up. Because he's my friend. Not really.
0: It's okay. Who Who's getting all the, the hate for the transphobia? I don't know who. The black guy. The the comedian. I can't remember his name.
1: Oh, Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Oh, that's because he was actually saying some transphobic, and homophobic yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm
0: saying you should um, go to him and find out exactly.
1: <laughs> hey, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> is what's this okay? Your, hey, what's your ignorant take on this? <laughs> <laughs> um, not to say that I, do, I don't like Dave Chappelle. I think he is a comedy genius. It's just, he's just kind of fucking falling off. I'll he's getting
0: available. to the age of... You know, you get to a certain age, and you you could become ornery. Yeah, I think he's getting to that age. Oh yeah,
1: he's he's getting to that. His last stand up was like, "Fuck, dude." We, okay, that's cool. a very old man of yelling at the cloud thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're, that's all right, Don the, Quixote. <laughs> um. So, oh, one thing. Okay, I think one thing we have to definitely have to mention is the. Uh, despite what we've been saying, of course, there's the action. There are some genuinely dope battle scenes Mm -hmm. and ridley scott still fucking has it yeah like like i like i i wrote a review for this movie for screen geek and in my review i was like i haven't been a fan of ridley scott since american gangster and i pointed out like his and that's this thing watching this movie i'm just like yo that's the fucking director i fell in love with like what the fuck man like that's some good (laughs) shit you know are
0: you talking about the jousting
1: With the jousting or even like the beginning battle. Oh yeah. That's that's so but yeah, even the jousting was like, Oh shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) He knows how to how to bring the shock value Mm -hmm. without being um cheap.
1: Yeah, or being like without having to be like too brutal, like where when Matt Damon and Adam Driver's character are like duking it out like with swords and stuff like that, you've like felt that, but it wasn't like too like, ooh, too gory or too like much or anything like
0: that. I felt it was pretty gory. Really? Yeah, I was. I think you've seen so much gore that you really don't understand it. <laughs> like, the chopping off of the heads, and they they tossed the head, and the blood is still spurting out of the fucking head as it's, like, rolling down the fucking hill. Mm-hmm. That's gory.
1: That's Tuesday for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or even at the end, um, when they're jousting, and mm-hmm. you like you think that Matt Damon's character is going to lose, and... Mm-hmm. He finally one ups um, Adam Driver. Yeah. Like, how he did it was kind of like that was pretty brutal without being oh, gory. Oh, when then, he, like,
1: he, he, like, hit, he, like, he, like, rammed need. his nip in the back of the head and was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. I really enjoyed that.
0: Well, I did too. <laughs> no, I'm just like, and I was And I like Gore. I'm just mm. saying, you can't say it wasn't Gore. It wasn't like right. the Walking Dead Gore. Right, you're right. You're it right. wasn't. What you're saying is it was. Gory mm-hmm. with a purpose.
1: Yes, gory with a purpose. Yeah, you not like,
0: gory for the sake of being fucking gory, like
1: shock and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you know. Now think about it. Like even like the the gore, like the fighting between the two, it, you can understand why they are so brutal towards each other. Like it seems like it's like decades of like pent up aggression that's mm-hmm. like finally we have to like lead like let out and like pretty much kill each other. Yeah, you know if we if we want to, so
0: it makes and I they wanted makes, to.
1: I know definitely Matt Damon's character. Do you think Adam Driver's character really wanted to kill him or more just like defend himself?
0: I think he wanted to kill him. Mm. But also, I think he thought that because Matt Damon's character was such a fucking loser his whole life, that mm. he didn't really have a shot at killing him. Yeah. So he was just like not prepared. Yeah.
1: Well, like, yeah, I guess we're going to do this. Yeah. And I'm dead now. Credits. <laughs> <Christ. laughs> um,. Okay. Well, Yeah,
0: he actually woke up and said, "And I'm dead now." <laughs> credits.
1: Big <laughs> his head up. credits. And that was it. Uh, okay, is there anything else? Uh, are we good with this? <clears throat> Whoever's upstairs is fucking like, "And it." Credits. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we got next?
0: Next. Da, da, da. <laughs> We're going to do our variety time. <laughs> So, DC Fandom was not that long ago. I don't know how long ago it was, but it wasn't that long ago. It was
1: uh, this past weekend.
0: Gotcha. There were a lot of trailers. A lot. Like, a lot of trailers. Mm. Some of them were not trailers. Some of them were more, like, hype videos of the cast.
1: showing, like, concept art and, like, staging and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Um... So I don't know if you want to go down and talk about some
1: of the. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're pretty much gonna talk about like the things that we saw that really caught our interest. Mm-hmm. Um, off the top rope, the Batman.
2: Yeah.
1: They Matt Reeves came out and was like, "Got a new trailer for you. It's the Batman. You're gonna love it." Um, so in the Batman trailer that you see, you get a, more of an understanding of the story, and you get more. You show, they show more of the characters: Catwoman, Penguin, um,
0: no joke, uh, no Joker. Oh
1: God, I hope I, th- I th-
0: think, not that we saw. I think
1: I think there was like a CBR, either CBR, uh, comic book resource or a comic movies article that was like, oh, Joker's like hiding in, and like in the trailer or something like that. Honestly, don't bring no fucking Joker. I don't need another. I don't need Joker again. We've had <laughs> we've had three fucking iterations of the Joker.
0: Don't be a Joker. Okay.
1: Look, I don't need a fucking Joker. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we get we, get, we need a jester. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got more of a we got more of a view of Robert Pattinson's Batman. This I really like this trailer. Could this this trailer? Two reasons. One, this trailer is like this is Batman. He's gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> like you are going to die.
0: You mean you made a fake title. You're like. The Batman. Now you're gonna die. <laughs> and now you're gonna die.
1: <laughs> um, but like, I'm I'm really, I'm, so I'm really looking forward to this because, granted, it is a Batman movie, and I probably sh- I feel like there's a part of me that's like, oh, it's another Batman movie. But I I have high hopes for this movie because it's Matt Reeves, who's like a really great director. But he has said in past interviews that like this is going to be like a detective story. We're gonna actually see Batman who is known as the world's greatest detective, being a fucking detective. Not like some little segment, a little section or anything like that. We're going to like get that. Um, I mean, but, but I mean, and the other thing is like, like I said, it looked fucking cool. Like there's this great shot at the end of the trailer where you just see like penguins like driving off. He's blowing up this building and everything. He's like, ah, I got you played by fucking fucking um, Colin Farrell. It's just unrecognizable in that role. In um, what role? The, the penguin.
0: Jesus Christ! I
1: know, right? Um, also, I like
0: Colin Farrell.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Ah, I got you." And then you just see the Batmobile just like pop out from behind the flames and knock the car over. And then like the ping was uh is upside down and fucking like you just see Batman just like walking towards him like with all this fire behind him like oh God, there's a demon right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about that.
0: You have my take on
1: it. What's your take on it?
0: <laughs> that sounded very much. No, I don't want your take on it.
1: Uh, yes, I don't want to hear your take on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of feel a little bit more of what you felt mm-hmm. about it, just being another Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do like Robert Pattinson in the trailer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the action in it. Mm. So that does draw me to it and i and I'm not gonna like compl- i'm not gonna write it off right away, but like it feels very amateurish to me, not amateurish like a bad movie, but like you're starting over at the beginning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think it's just because we've already had so many Batman things out. Mm. It's like taking a step back,
1: yeah, which yeah. I think it's- we
0: do need though, but mm. it's like. Kind of, you gotta get over that. Like, okay, we gotta start over again.
1: Yeah, it's like re- it's like reintroducing the character that we've seen him introduce multiple times. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I, I get you. Um, I think I think they they I think their way around it is you know, this is not like Batman Year One. This is Batman. Excuse me. This is Batman Year Two. This isn't prequel <laughs> Batman and shit like. There's that.
0: There's no difference to me. It's still young batman with an attitude problem and like yeah too soon after we've already had batman a few times yeah
1: that's true true true, true. Um, like
0: like wolverine died
1: mm-hmm. we haven't <gasps> <Spoilers>. really
2: <laughs> stop it
1: no
0: we haven't seen him like a year later with a different yeah, actor you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. like
1: Give it some time. It's it's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. They're like our biggest. They're like one of our biggest money makers is Batman. So we gotta like keep getting that shit.
0: Well, also the so that brings me to my other point about it is Mm. that is DC. So like I don't really have a lot of faith in Mm. them at all. So but I'm just I'm trying to be hopeful because I don't know Matt Reeves that well, but Mm. I want to believe this is going to be good because i do like that character i do like the mm-hmm. idea of it being a detective story because it brings me back to the more animated series
1: oh batman the animated series yeah 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 um because
0: he was always like fucking people up like who do you who do you work for
1: blah, 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 yeah. blah. i gotta he's he batman reeves has done some good work um he's in cloverfield haven't you yeah okay so that's his that's his first that was that was his second big budget film um but like let me in which is a great remake of let the right one in um you'll pre i think you'll really appreciate that movie um and i gotta show you the planet of the apes films not the first well first one the setup that's not his but like war- dawn and war of planet of the apes really great movies
2: hmm.
1: um so then like we finally get like kind of like a little bit of a clip from from dwayne johnson's the black adam movie i still refuse to believe this movie exists <laughs>
0: I feel so <laughs> early in the stages of development that mm. they're like, we need to put a badass shot together with what we have already. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I guarantee you that it still needs editing or something.
1: It's funny because like the trailer, uh, the, it's not the, even
0: a trailer. I mean, it's not, <laughs> not a trailer. I'm sorry. It's like, it's like, like, they call it the first look.
1: Yeah. So like, The Rock, he like came out and he was just like, "This has been a passion project for for me." There's been a project project of mine for like years right and it's like it's been for years because it's taken so fucking long to get off the goddamn ground like like it's it, it's I, I, i'm I'm mildly interested in in the movie not a whole lot um but it's just like I don't know like I uh,
0: also on the clip it's like how many ways are you gonna show me that you can't fucking kill a guy Like, it's so cheesy to me. I'm tired of seeing it, where you, like, try to beat up a guy, and he, like, grabs you and kills you. And then the next wave of people tries to shoot you, Mm -hmm. and he catches a bullet. Like, oh, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. A little bit of of behind the scenes for Aquaman uh, 2. We get a better look of, like, uh, Aquaman's, like, new suit, which is, like, this black, this weird black-colored suit. Um, I was like, all right. I was just like, okay, well, the first one, I didn't really care for it. So we'll see what happens with the second one. I
0: think I'd be much more interested in just watching a documentary of Jason Momoa playing Aquaman because he's such a happy fucking guy. Yeah. I'd love to watch that.
1: I would just watch him, like, throw axes and drink beers.
0: He is in another show.
1: Oh, yeah, that show, like, C or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I've heard, well, it, I know it's on the second season. I, I'm more tempted to watch it because Dave Patisse is in it whatever what
0: peacemaker that's what
1: <laughs> uh which, what's your th- what's your thoughts on peacemaker I
0: can't wait for this, one.
1: <laughs> this show looks so fucking ridiculous like
0: more john cena doing the stabby stab stab that's what i need
1: yeah and they actually like give this character like a background and a story that's like very sympathetic way more sympathetic than his character in
0: deserves yeah
1: in in the the suicide squad uh-huh. Um. There, there is this great part in the in the teaser where he's like kneeling down and like there's an eagle like hugging him. He's like he's like dad, dad, get my phone, take a picture of it, and then he's like you just hear the eagle like. (laughs) It looks. It does look, it does look really ridiculous. From my understanding, it it probably takes place maybe like a number of months after the events of the Suicide Squad, because it shows John Cena. It shows Peacemaker like waking up, and he's like in the hospital. He's like better healed up and everything, but um, he's like given like a handler. He he goes on like these missions and stuff like that. So it looks. I'm hoping it's not going to be, not every episode is going to be directed by James Gunn. I don't know how much involved he is with the show i imagine he's he's like executive producer and probably has his his say in the writer's room as well but i'm hoping it still keeps that, like that level of humor yeah that was too. like around that character but
0: from the trailer mm-hmm. it looks like they they nailed it
1: yeah um and then they showed something from the flash <laughs>
0: I couldn't get past whatever the fuck Ezra Miller was wearing.
1: Oh yeah, his 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 intro was like, "Hi everyone, I'm Ezra Miller, the Flash." And he's like wearing <laughs> this weird outfit.
0: He has curly ass hair, and it's like
1: weird. Yeah, and you can tell he was like purposely just trying to like just talk a certain way, just to like fuck with people or some shit like that. And he says like, he goes, "Well, he goes, he says 'I'm like, we'll see you at the theater.' But more importantly, you'll see me. Here you go, <laughs> like that, like." Oh, dude, you can just stop being up your own ass so much. Like, the more, the more I learn about that guy, like, behind the scenes, the more I dislike him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they show, like, it, like, the video says teaser trailer. This is more of just, like...
0: Behind, a first look behind the scenes. Like Yeah,
1: well, not so much behind the scenes, but, like, here's a shot, here's a shot, here's a shot, and stuff like that. Um, they, we have a better shot of the suit, which I think it looks way better than we've, what we've seen in, uh, what's it called? In Justice League.
0: I feel like it's, like, the difference between the Power Rangers and then Turbo Rangers.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Michael Keaton, you he's, like, asking the Flash questions, like, if you can go anywhere in time, where would you go? Why would you go there? And stuff like that. So, because, you know, it's confirmed that Michael Keaton is going to be Batman again in this movie. So it's going to be, like, Batman 89. Um, we didn't get a good shot of him. We just see, like, the back of his head with like the ears and everything like that so i'm curious about that um there is like another version of uh barry allen it's it's ezra miller but like from a different universe um i but, think
0: they missed out <laughs> they should have just brought the cw one in
1: all oh, the grant uh grant gutson or something yeah like that?
0: why not i know Why why not why fuck
1: Okay. Um, but we get, uh, what's her name? I can't remember the actress' name. Uh, Sasha Call- Sasha Colley, who's Supergirl. Like, she shows up for, like, a quick shot in the back, uh-huh. which, uh, which I'm very curious about that. Uh, I've seen some behind-the-scenes footage of her suit, and it's more of a Henry Cavill Superman suit. So we don't know if that's going to be, like, just a super person of that universe, or maybe that Supergirl and their Superman elsewhere or something like that. Yeah um yeah but it's like it's said it's it, it, it from what from what i understand and it seems like it's kind of obvious it's going to follow the flashpoint uh paradox um or flashpoint storyline where the flash goes back in the past to like save his mother and like the ramifications of that like alternate universes there's a thomas wayne batman there's no superman there's like all this like kind of fucked up nature that happens mm-hmm. when he does that
0: and the variant authority is going to come after them
1: Oh <laughs> much like, what? Marvel. Uh let's see what else was there.
0: Yeah, because DC's the villain and Marvel's a good guy.
1: <laughs> you saw somebody's paid by Marvel. Do I? I Marvel. wish I was. No. Nah, <laughs> hey Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Marvel, like, like you're listening. <laughs> you specifically Marvel are listening. <laughs> Pay us.
0: <laughs> That's like with um, behind the bastards and the fucking Doritos. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> I remember that part. Robert Evans doing that shit. Uh, so what else? What else? Um, a little bit behind the scenes of Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Did you? Did you check that out the uh, clip? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of like whatever on it. I, I, you and I saw the first one together, right? Or yeah, I like, we did. I, I remember enjoying that. I, I'm i mildly interested in this one.
0: Yeah, because it was fun. The first one was fun. hmm But it wasn't, like, amazing. Yeah. But it was fun.
1: Yeah. And I, I think it's... And I, think
0: I do like Zachary Levi as this character. Like, he he's a good... Whatever this is.
1: He's a good... Hero?
0: Pretend hero.
1: Pretend hero. He seems to be really liking the part. Yeah. Like really having fun with with the role. Um I think it's I think it's hilarious how when when DC tried to do their whole Schneider verse kind of thing, they were like, We're gonna be dark and edgy, not gonna be all lighthearted, like Marvel and shit like that.
0: And then here comes Shazam. <laughs> I know,
1: yeah, and here comes Shazam because they're like, Oh, we kinda like fucked up because we should have given Zack Schneider the ring to the whole fucking universe. And since he's gone, if you notice the theme, like in um and what and uh the flash and a bit of uh let me see what are we flash the uh black adam and the batman it's like dark but like without trying too hard to be dark like it's kind of like a, a good balance like okay cool this actually looks like a dark dc but not like you know
0: well, not like i'm gonna walk out of the theater and kill <laughs> myself immediately
1: yeah yeah exactly exactly i think it's hilarious um there was some CW stuff, but Kelsey and I, we're not really CW fans so much, so we're just going to skip over that. Yeah. Um, I know they
0: have video game stuff, but I think you might be more interested in that than me.
1: Okay, so before we get to the video games, there were a couple things. One, we get a look of Lucifer and the Sad Man uh, TV show. Oh, yeah. Uh, who is played by uh, Gwendolyn Christine, Um we got a better shot of her, which I yeah, I've, Gwendolyn. I'm, yeah, so I'm I'm digging that. Um,
0: Doom Patrol: The last four episodes of season three.
1: I still have not finished season two. I really need to get back on that show because that show was great.
0: It was, and also like I'm I got so excited when I saw the trailer for the last four. Episodes, oh really? Because I'm like, it, it didn't skip a beat. It's the same <laughs> show.
2: Yes.
1: Uh, so they did that. There was a trailer of this movie this anime movie oh catwoman hunted okay so there's this anime movie called catwoman hunted where she's working alongside uh uh batgirl or batwoman it it's very like japanese anime kind of style like that kind of cutesy kind of thing it kind of reminds me of this anime called loop on the third but just like update it uh so it it doesn't look too bad um
0: (laughs) i didn't know they were still making pennyworth i remember when we were at the was, San Diego Comic Con, yeah, and they're it, like, oh, this is a new show. I'm like, oh, that looks kind of interesting. Uh
1: And
0: it, then I never fucking watched it, and I never heard anything about yeah, it again. Yeah, because
1: it, it was on the channel uh, Epics. Yeah. I, remember, I remember our buddy James, I think he like interviewed some of the cast.
0: Yeah, and he got a screener for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's moving to HBO Max. I guess it's gotten that popular now. I'm almost tempted to start watching it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they did that, and... Um, the video games. Okay, here we go. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Toilet- first of all.
0: Wait, wait, wait. First of all, sorry. Mm. Why is Sweet Tooth a DC?
1: Oh, because Sweet Tooth is part of WB. Sweet Tooth is a vertical comic, which is under the umbrella of DC Comics, which is under the umbrella that is WB. Oh. So that's why you saw Sweet Tooth.
0: It still shouldn't be in this at
1: all. Um. Oh yeah, so the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Okay, one, the trailer looks cool. I really dig the trailer, right? But they still haven't shown gameplay, and I'm, that's making me a bit worried because that means they haven't they
0: it, haven't flushed it out yet. They
1: haven't flushed it out, but I'm really interested because in the in the in the game, you you it's from my understanding, it's four people in a group. You play you can play Harley Quinn, either Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, or King Shark. And how the story goes from from what I'm seeing is that the Justice League have been infected. Looks by somebody, maybe Brainiac, and Amanda Waller like brings the brings Task Force Task Force X in to kill the Justice League. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and it's by the same people that have done the Batman Arkham games, and those games are fucking great. Okay. So, like I said, I'm still holding like high hopes to that movie, or um, video game. Sorry and then the one thing that I flipped the fuck out on fucking Young Justice season 4 which is titled Phantoms
0: I thought it was DC League of Super Pets
1: yeah totally (laughs) I love Young Justice I fucking love this animated show it is so fucking great I was stoked when they came out with a season 3 called Outsiders great fucking season right and then I was like, "Oh shit! I forgot. Like, there is another Justice, uh, Young Justice, right?" Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like, the next day they had like two episodes already uploaded on HBO Max, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna watch this! I'm still gonna watch this!" Problem was, it's been two years since I watched Outsiders, so when I re- when I started watching the new season, Phantoms, I was like, "I don't, I don't remember, remember. I yeah. don't remember any of this. Who's this? Who's that? How they come on and everything like that." So, I was gonna rewatch it. And then I started rewatching it, the the third season, and I got maybe like halfway into the first episode, and I was like, "All right, now I remember. Never mind, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> and I and I jumped into like the fourth season. Um, but they only like I said they only dropped like two. Oh, they dropped two episodes. Every episode comes out uh, once a week on a Thursday. Yeah. So totally looking forward to that. Um, anything else you want to add to the what happened with the DC fandom?
0: The only thing I will say Mm -hmm. is that it seems like DC is trying to learn its lesson. Yes. mm -hmm. And I'm actually fucking excited about some of the shit that they they got going on. Yeah. Or at least mildly optimistic as opposed to like doom and gloom. I fucking hate this company.
1: And it's it's funny because, yeah, you have like this hatred for DC.
0: And it's not like I don't like their content. mm -hmm. I just don't like what the fuck they were doing the last five, ten years.
1: Yeah, and it's just it's just justifiable. It's justifiable. I'm I'm actually gliding.
0: I think WB <laughs> fucked it up. That's what it is. Yeah,
1: cuz they didn't know like what the fuck they were doing. They were like Marvel's doing it we got to we got to do that. You know, we got to make sure how that works out. For my understanding, um Zack Snyder's not involved in any of the stuff. And probably like uh what's his name? I think it's Jeff Jones. who was one of the producers. I don't think he he's really involved either. Hmm. So it looks like they, they maybe they've got new blood. Maybe there's like, let's just try a different way now, please. Because yeah. we're bleeding money.
0: And yeah, yeah. So I feel like I have more optimism, you know, not positivity. <laughs> I'm not going to poison myself. <laughs> going to do Frank Darabont's The Shawshank Redemption. By the power vested
2: in me by the state of Maine, I hereby order you to serve two life sentences back to back. One for each of your victims. So be it. Shawshank Prison in 1947. Why'd you do it?
1: I didn't, since you ask. <laughs> you can fit right in. I must admit, I didn't think much of Andy the first time I laid eyes on him. He had a quiet way about him—a walk, a talk that just wasn't normal around
2: here. There are places in the world that aren't made out of stone. There's something inside that they can't touch. What are you talking about? Hope.
1: Let me tell you something, my friend. Hope is a dangerous thing. Damn it, Duke friend, you're putting me behind! Hope can drive a man insane. You better be sick or dead in there, I kid you not! I better get used to that idea. Oh, my holy God. I guess it comes down to a simple choice, really.
0: This film came out in 1994, and the synopsis is Two Imprisoned Men Bond Over a Number of Years, Finding Solace and Eventual Redemption Through Acts of Common Decency. Directed by Frank Darabont, written by Stephen King, which is the novel, of course. And the screenplay was written by Frank Darabont. It stars Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman, Bob Gunton, William Sadler, Clancy Brown, Gil Bellows, Mark Ralston, and James Whitmore.
1: Yes. <laughs> no, no, because like, like normally, uh like if you're doing the if you're getting the docket together and you do like the star, I'm like, oh, let me like double check make sure I like put like the top people there. And uh-huh. I completely forgot to do that. So I'm like and I started thinking like, is there anybody we're forgetting? No, we're good. <laughs> Um
0: I always just put ever whatever, whatever IMDB has. Yeah, the listing. But yeah. sometimes they have it in a weird order.
1: Yeah, yeah, like like they would have like you would think they would have like certain leads like furs, but mm-hmm. I don't like I don't know how the IMDB like does that stuff. Maybe it's alphabetical? No, it's not alphabetical. No. no. Okay, so Shawshank, the Shawshank Redemption. Um I've seen this movie countless times. Uh it was a regular fixture growing up uh for me because you normally could find it on like tnt or tbs or something like that and a lot of my friends knew about this movie um and that's the funny thing not when it first came out in 94 it was more of a regular fixture on on uh like cable television or hbo or like whatever right mm-hmm. um matter of fact like i have like there's so many like quotable lines in this movie right so many like great like, interactions with these characters and stuff like that. Um, So I was thoroughly excited when I finally got to show Kelsey this movie. I believe we were going to do it in one episode. We were going to do this for, like, another movie, and you had told your dad about it. Like, oh, I'm going to watch this movie. What did your dad say?
0: He's like, oh, that's a good movie. (laughs) And 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 I'm like, my dad doesn't really watch movies. Exactly. He's, like, a science nerd.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, there was a kid that... Uh, when I was in high school in my algebra class he was like this cholo kid and everything and we were talking about Shawshank Redemption and he was like yo that's a good movie dog (laughs) Um, yeah but it doesn't matter what I think what matters is uh, what did Kelsey think of this movie
0: I really liked it
1: good because if you didn't if if it's if if it's anything short of I love it dead to me
0: well it's just that I really liked it like
1: I said dead to me (laughs) What did you like about this?
0: Um, I really think it was a good choice to put Morgan Freeman in that role.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: And also, Tim Robbins is really good too. Like, mm-hmm. he plays that character so well because
1: the Andy Andy character, right?
0: Yeah, the Andy <laughs> Dufresne. Mm-hmm. He that the Andy Dufresne is so. He's not really like naive, mm-hmm. but in a way, like like even though he knows he's innocent, he's not like a baby. It's really weird. Like it's. I think it's really hard to act that character out in a way that's believable and <clears throat> also maintains their level of respect. Yeah. Um, but he does it really well.
1: Um. Okay. So in terms of casting, okay. Uh. This is from IMDb. Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Paul Newman, Jack, uh, Gene Hackman, Robert Redford, and Robert Duvall were all considered for the role of Red. Um. Because the character Red is supposed to be like this middle aged white Irishman with gray red uh graying red hair. Um but IMDB says, uh however Frank Debo always had Morgan Freeman in mind for the role because of his uh authoritative presence, demeanor, and deep voice. Um and also Charlie Sheen wanted f- wanted to play the role of Red. Uh fuck that guy. I know. Uh, Uh, supposedly Sidney Poitier turned it down because he didn't want to play like a a convict.
0: Sidney uh, Poitier?
1: Yeah, Sidney Poitier. Uh, In terms of Andy, Andy Dufresne, uh, Jeff Bridges, Tom Hanks, Kevin Costner, Tom Cruise, Matthew Broderick, Nicholas Cage, Johnny Depp, and Charlie Sheen as well. Um, Apparently Hank turned it down Tom turned it down because he was doing Forrest Gump, which is understandable. Forrest Gump, great fucking movie.
0: Great so he movie. would have done great in this, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, Costner, he was stuck with Waterworld. <laughs> Not a great movie.
0: I didn't see that movie, but I just know how bad it is. <laughs> Look. My mom doesn't like movies when they're good. uh But the way she talked about Waterworld one time, <laughs> with like this level of hate that I have for things. Oh wow. Okay. That I was like, oh shit. <laughs> this must be a really bad movie.
1: <laughs> Would you be surprised that I've actually never seen that movie?
0: Oh, we should watch it together. I know. We should do it for a variety time.
1: We should.
0: Just as a joke. Like don't pair it with anything. We'll just fucking talk about it.
1: Yeah, I've actually have never watched Waterworld because I- like I'm, I'm not a huge Kevin Costner fan, so I, I like, I don't give two shits to watch that movie. Uh-huh.
0: Um, He's I, one of the names that I get mixed up with everybody else.
1: Who Kevin Costner? With who? Um, Wait, do you think? Let me see. You got Kevin Costner mixed up with somebody?
0: The guy from uh, Mr. Robot.
1: Oh, Christian Slater.
0: I uh, yeah, get them too confused. And someone else who plays like cowboys sometimes.
1: Clint Eastwood. No. Robert Duval? No. Kevin <laughs> <laughs> Um Okay, so we'll, we'll go. We'll go into more of the casting because there's, there's actually a lot more casting stuff that we could talk about. But I, I want to get Kelsey's insight on on her on the acting, like well, the performance.
0: I, I actually think you should talk about the thumbnail.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell that story? No, you tell it. Okay. Um, a little bit behind the scenes uh, work for the Real Bill podcast. Uh Kelsey I, I used to do the thumbnails for the for the for each episode, but Kelsey figured out a way better like look for the thumbnails. That's why like if you've been following the show for a while, you'll see like the significant difference. Um but most of the time, like when the way how Kelsey and I work is she doesn't she doesn't exactly know everything that needs to be known to like really to, to know exactly what movie it is. Because sometimes you can Google something and it'll say like, let's say for example, let's say like Shawshank. And you'll be like, and someone who's never seen it will just see Shawshank and be like, okay, that's it. I'm going to take that picture, apply it to this, whatever, right? Uh-huh. She put the whole thing I, together.
0: Watch the movie first.
1: Oh, that's right. You did watch the movie first. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> that makes it work. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. So Kelsey <laughs> did watch the movie first, right? So she at least had some frame of reference of like who to look out for. She she gets the she gets the thumbnail together. She sends me the picture. You know, for like final approval or to like make sure I have it. And I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And it's not <laughs> it's not Tim Robbins. It's not uh it's not Tim Robbins, it's not uh Mark Ralston at all. It's like from the stage play, <laughs> the Shawshake. I was like, you need to fix that. Like, I get it, but you need to fix that. <laughs>
0: No, what was the thing you told me? Oh,
1: <laughs> I was like Kelsey, you have like this little bit of a black inside. No, like what no, you saying?
0: said you're one of the good ones.
1: Oh, you're one of the good ones, and you're Kelsey was like, why? And was like, because like how black people, because like black people say this thing that all white people look the same, and that's you thought they all look the same,
2: <laughs> and they all do fucking look the same.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, so. So, back to where we are at, what did you think of the the performance? I know you uh, you went a little bit in detail with uh, Tim Robbins' character, right?
0: Yeah. Um, I liked all of the acting in it. I don't really have Mm -hmm. any issues. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I like that they had a little team of, like,
1: group of friends or whatever. The little clique and everything? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I did get especially close to the old guy.
1: Oh, Brooks. Yeah. Okay, why why did you get close to that character? Because
0: he was so fucking pure. Like, I don't know what he did, mm-hmm. but he was all like...
1: Like Oh, like that sweet old man. Like, yeah, oh. like I, I
0: just love my fucking library. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my life right now. This is what I do. I want to mm-hmm. bring joy to the rest of the people here. Mm-hmm. And like, you know.
1: Well, you want to know why Brooks was in jail? Yes. He uh, murdered his wife and daughter after losing a streak at poker. Yeah, very lovely old man, sweet old man. <laughs> no, I, I I get you like that. Bro- but
0: also, I like it's hard to judge people for their past crimes, mm-hmm. knowing what mental health is.
1: Yeah, James uh, Whitmore, that was the guy who played Brooks. Um, yeah, he played that. He he really played up that sweet old man type of character within the movie. Like you would think, like especially like the fact that like his character, you know, how he he commits suicide at the end because he can't, he can't stand or understand or live in the world that he he knows nothing about you know there's that great bit of dialogue where where he talks about seeing uh, a car and he says like he says i saw a car once when When i was was a a kid kid. yeah now they're all over the place i think that like blows anybody's mind who's never experienced that at all Um, or
0: like someone someone who went to jail in like the early 90s or something and Mm -hmm. if they get out now like Mm -hmm. oh shit there's like you know, DVDs, like they're not even using CDs I know. anymore. When's they Michael have,
1: Jackson like, <laughs>
0: smartphones and
2: shit. Yeah,
1: when's Michael Jackson going on tour again? <laughs> <laughs> and shit like that. I, but I, I think like now it's people cause you know, they have like TVs and stuff like that, and more uh people talking. Like doing the conjugate. I, I, I
0: think it's like. not exactly the same because like you can know of something, mm-hmm. but it would be a lot more like
1: Oh experience did you we?
0: understand everything that happened on gotcha. the on the Starship Enterprise? Yes. No.
1: Yeah, so easy. Duh. I know how the replicator works. Duh. Holiday. Pfft. Let me fix that shit. <laughs> um. Any, okay. Any anybody in, uh, other than so Brooks? That's the one who stood out for you the most.
0: He didn't stand out for me the most. I think mm-hmm. I just had more love for him. Mm-hmm. The one who stood out for me the most was definitely Andy.
1: Okay, Tim Robbins' character. Okay.
0: Yeah. He. I there was just something about him where he was like i would consider him like an underdog in a way because Mm -hmm. like he truly didn't do anything wrong yeah and he played the long game like he never lost his sense of like who he was and Mm -hmm. um but he also wasn't a little baby like
1: yeah yeah like there's that scene where or that uh part of the movie where they're kind of Morgan Freeman's kind of going over when the Andy character was being like constantly attacked by the sisters. Uh And he was, or or like the, especially like the first time he was attacked by the sisters, Morgan Freeman's uh, red had said, like, he never said anything. Like he never said who it was and shit like that, Mm -hmm. you know? Cause it's like, it's like Andy walked in into Shawshank and was like, all right, I know what to do or how to act, Mm -hmm. you know? Cause I want to try to get through this or, you know, without causing like a ruckus or anything like that. Right. Um what'd you think of uh Darupont's, uh Frank Derapont's writing?
0: The I mean how do you how do you a sword? Write a script? Yeah, how do you write a script? No. <laughs> how do you judge such greatness?
1: By I um by looking at it,
2: I guess. Maybe? No, you don't.
0: Okay. You just accept it. <laughs> For being the beautiful thing it is.
1: Did you know he wrote the script in eight weeks?
0: It's probably a good thing.
1: That is that is fucking talent right there. Because normally, ideally, like when you write a script, um, you want at least two months on it to like really flesh out the shit.
2: Uh huh.
1: Maybe even longer. Maybe like three months. You know, so there eight are. Eight
0: weeks th- is two months.
1: I know. That's why I said three months. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're, we're going right back to the 90 days thing
1: <laughs> like there are people who take years years to write a script I think uh, like Jordan Peele's Get Out Jordan Peele worked on that script for like 10 years
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, and I think either Inception or Dunkirk Christopher Nolan took years to work on that script as well
2: because
1: uh-huh. you want to like you want to keep working on it working on it but the fact that like Frank Darabont wrote the script in 8 weeks uh-huh. was really amazing and he wrote the script because he got tired of being in a. He was in like a writing horror like rut. He wrote like The Fly two and A Nightmare on Elm Street three Dream Warriors and he wanted something different. So I he don't fu- even
0: know what those fucking are.
1: They're bad movies. Yeah, let's just say they're well, except for, except for Dream Warriors. This it's a back good kind of thing. That was my back. I thought that was the chair. Holy shit! No,
0: that was the chair, but the owl was because of my back.
1: Hmm hmm hmm. Stop hurting.
0: it was right on my spine that time stop hurting i can't help it all right keep hurting it's <laughs> like that johnny cash song
1: first of all johnny cash sang it it's a nine inch nail song get your shit straight
0: no i know that
1: oh so you, you purposely said that then yeah whatever anyway <laughs> a little bit more casting info um the character of fat ass the guy who like he gets beaten to death by the prison guard. Uh huh. John Farrell auditioned for that role. <laughs> he said that, like, he, he said it was one of his worst auditions, and that audition encouraged him to lose weight.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, well, we're Tom- like, dude, it's in the name. Fat ass. I know,
1: right? So the character Tommy, the, like the rockabilly type guy, originally intended for Brad Pitt, but he was uh, doing interview with the vampire.
0: Love that movie.
1: Interview with the vampire? Yeah. That's a good movie. I really enjoyed that movie.
0: That was my favorite movie for a while.
1: This casting news, or casting info, actually blew my mind. Boggs, the leader of the sisters, Uh James Gandolfini (laughs) auditioned for the role (laughs) and turned it down. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can you imagine that role by James Gandolfini? I'd be like, ugh. (laughs) Um, so, uh, So that going off of Frank Darabont, what did you think of his directing for this uh, for this movie
0: I think his directing was good I was not confused by the story
1: mm-hmm.
0: he chose um, colors like colors are really interesting in this film because mm-hmm. usually when you make like a prison story everything's kind of grayed out or brownish or whatever mm-hmm. but he actually used actual color like
1: yeah like there is like a bit of a mute color especially like within the prison walls or like uh, like in the outside area. But like, like for example, like the 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 Warden's office is a bit more like lit up, mm-hmm. um, and then the, the when they're
0: doing the tarring of the roof,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Like and
0: the blue of their jumpsuits are bluer.
1: Yeah, or like that scene where uh, and gets all those books and he gets those records too. Mm-hmm. Um, there seems like there's a bit more color and like life, which call which really calls for that scene because that's like the part where he like really is like lively. Yeah, with that. Um, so Stephen King liked the Frank Darabont's adaptation of it so much that, uh, this is considered like his favorite adaptation of of all of his work. Um, he does have one criticism. He says, like, the scene where, like, Andy, like, tunnels through in the, through, through, he tunnels through, like, the shit pipe that he was, he thought was too cartoony. He was like Wile E. Coyote. (laughs) It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm, a, I'm trying to burst that bubble for your love for uh, Andy Dufresne. Uh, apparently. Okay. So you know about Stephen King and his thing for like Connected Universe, right? Mm-hmm. Like every one of his books has something to mention from a previous book or some character. Yeah. So apparently in this one, Andy Dufresne has a cameo in the book At Pupil where Andy handled the investments of Nazis in hiding.
0: Okay. that's definitely not cartoonish
1: no not at all not at all um so here's the thing i didn't know this until like doing my research for this movie apparently this movie was a box office failure really yeah out of a budget of of 25 million dollars on the opening weekend it only made seven hundred and twenty seven thousand dollars oh shit i know right so it was a huge failure, but what happened was that Warner Brothers had like shipped out 320 rental copies to like video stores because like it like the advertisement was like all out of whack. There was an interview Tim Robbins had said when they talked about the uh, the legacy of um, Shawshank Redemption. It was from uh, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, let me find the name of the article. Uh, it's called "Oh Tim Robbins Reflects on the Enduring Legacy of Shawshank Redemption Twenty Five Years Later." he hits, they add like the interviewer uh Lauren Huff had asked about like why do you think the movie didn't do well and he said well the advertising was like weird and plus like the name of it was like Shawshank Redemption it's not a memorable name and he in during the interview he said oh yeah you know someone's going to watch this movie called Shaw Shin Shin Shi Sho or something like that like <laughs> and but it was huge it like it was it was was nominated at the oscars right Uh uh-huh didn't win any awards okay and it wasn't until like it got on vhs and it got on fucking tnt Mm. that it really blew up um it's been a regular fixture on tnt since
2: 1997
1: shit (laughs) and the funny thing is like growing up Whenever this movie was on TV, like if I'm searching for something like, oh, something to watch, boom, 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 boom. If that movie was on, stop. There you go. Watch the movie. <laughs> I'm set for like two and a half hours, three hours of this shit. Yeah. Um I, you're yawning. Uh-huh. Yawning? Yawning. Good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cadence thinks it's funny when I yawn because mm-hmm. I always yawn before I turn off my phone and set my alarm and go to bed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's when I know you're ready to go to sleep. I'm like Now it's time to end the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hold on. Let me jump a couple more facts into this. So, okay. So the book, so the novella is called Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Right. Frank Darabont wanted to take out Rita Hayworth out of the title because he didn't want it to be confused for a biopic however that didn't stop people from fucking trying to audition for this role for actresses and models to audition for the role of Rita Hayworth <laughs> he what happened was that um, he, there, there's a bit of info during casting Darabont received a phone call from an agent who represented a supermodel who swore the script was the best she had ever read and would be perfect for the non-existent role <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and I think in the movie there's like two, like two or three females, like talking females in this in this movie.
0: Yeah. 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 I can't remember any of them.
1: Uh, his wife, Andy's wife. Oh yeah. The bag lady. Uh, with a brook with brook, where she's like, oh, can you make sure he double bags this? Oh yeah. And I think the person who like shows Brooks the door, like to get inside his his uh, halfway home. Oh yeah, I think that's about it. Um, so the supermodel would have been great in the grocery store. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so this movie is actually like top rated on IMDb's two fifty top top rated movies list. It actually surpasses the Godfather films.
0: Is it in um, the Criterion Collection?
1: No it's not. Oh shit. I know. Right holy fuck. You would think this would be the Criterion collection. It's not surprisingly. Wow. I know. <laughs> um I'm in like an alternate reality
0: right uh, now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so like I I think to me I think like the one of the best features of this movie like it's it's the relationship between Andy and Red. And Red. Mm-hmm. I really like the chemistry between the two. Um, it's a very, like, very, like, love story, but without like, it being sexual. Yeah. You know? Um, and, like, I because re- I remember seeing Morgan Freeman and other stuff before this, but I think this was the movie that, like, got him, like, really notice. This was also the movie that, because he narrates the movie. This is the movie that started his narration career. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so that means frank darabont knew what the fuck he was talking <laughs> yeah about. exactly He's like, right yeah, I like his deep voice
1: exactly right exactly um also with like the writing i think the writing is still fucking amazing it's still relatable and still spot on um they do a lot of frank darabont does a lot of like setting like little pieces that like amounts to something at the end like the stuff with the bible uh or like uh andy like picking up rocks and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and like, like there's that part where Andy, um, where Red is like going over like how Andy got out, and because I remember you said this um, when he's like picking out the wall and stuff like that. You're like, how's he get rid of the dirt? And the next thing they show him like walking, like dumping <laughs> yeah. the dirt out of his pockets. <laughs> um, also, so apparently, let me see if I can find it. In 2007, two inmates got out of a Union County Prison in New Jersey during the same technique that Andy did
2: <laughs>
1: um, their escape laid, the, unfortunately their escape led to the suicide of a guard and the escapees who were captured they don't they like deny any responsibility of that guard dying yeah I remember hearing about the story too that like it was in the news about like oh like these guards got out or this, these uh, prisoners got out I using don't remember the
0: very much from 2007 I was pregnant at that time
1: you shouldn't remember was and
0: a, a lot of weird shit was happening in the world yeah it was weird plus Um, i was 19 so i gave no
1: shits (laughs) so going off of like the legacy of shawshank uh the shawshank redemption um in the same article with entertainment weekly uh lauren huff asks, why do you think uh why do you think it's think it's resonated with audience so much She asked this to tim robbins robbins says this he says i thought various things over the years but i think they're all valid one is that there are very very few films that are about relationships uh, the friendship between two men that doesn't involve car chases or being being charming with the ladies and those kinds of buddy movies. Uh, this one is about a true deep friendship that lasts. and part of me thinks that people want want or need that kind of story to be told. But in the larger picture, I think it's a film that's about hope. Kelsey Kelsey's word that she fucking hates. <laughs> <laughs> and trans and about transcending whatever challenges or obstacles are in life in your life to become a better person.
0: So he's walking poison.
1: Yes, exactly. Did you know that ending that we saw was not the original ending?
0: I kind of get that sense because mm-hmm. I thought you said something about them writing different endings, and then it didn't like test well. Maybe. Yeah.
1: So the original ending was that f- uh, Red kind of puts the clues together that where he where Andy might be. And he gets on a bus and heads south, like, to Mexico. And then the ending's, like, ambiguous. That's actually how it ends in the book. And so it is ambiguous, like, if he ever found him or not. But it didn't. the studios didn't like it, and it didn't test so well. So Frank Dinerpot was like, all right, I'll have him meet up at this beach, or something like that, that they mentioned earlier in the movie. Yeah. And that's, like, that, that, that's the ending that we got.
0: So you want to know why I think that the, the film, I feel a little gypped? based off the title why i don't think there's much of a redemption story like i don't think that's the right
1: word hmm
0: right like like andy didn't do anything wrong there's not really much for him to redeem what about red like there it could be a comeback story maybe
1: what about Red? you don't think red has a redemption story
0: yeah but he's not like the main main guy
1: I would argue that he is because he's narrating the story and he's just telling us about Andy.
0: Hmm. I don't know. You don't know? Yeah, I don't feel like redemption's the right name, the mm. right word.
1: Uh, should It should be
0: it? the Shawshank comeback.
1: The Shawshank comeback. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really roll off the tongue that yeah, it well. It does.
0: The Shawshank comeback. <laughs> it <laughs> ends in k-
2: both words. <laughs>
1: All right, so we're going to go ahead and end this segment with... stop it. (laughs) See, that's how I can tell we've been going on long and Kelsey's losing her mind. I'm almost afraid to ask this question (laughs) now. Because of what she said, we're fucking doing our Willy Wonka discussion. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... The scene where Andy gets out of the pipe, he's free from Shawshank, He's in the rain. It's like he's washed away, right? Very iconic scene. Uh-huh. It's been copied. Fuck! It's on, it's on the cover of the fucking like VHS or DVD cover or whatever, you know. Uh-huh. Um. So I'll ask you. Since time has gone by, is it iconic or is it ironic?
2: I think it's ironic. Oh fuck!
1: <laughs> Why?
0: All right. It doesn't really take away from the film, so it's not like. So stupid that I'm like, it really warrants Mm -hmm. me talking about it, except you asked.
1: Fuck. Right? Am I going to regret this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's not even away from the prison. Why the fuck is he standing there? Just fucking get away. (laughs) Like, it it just plays into the whole logistics thing. (laughs) Like, if I'm near a prison that I just escaped from, I'm fucking running. I'm not like, oh, I'm free. Because the next thing you know, like, there she is. Fucking get her.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I still think it's iconic, but whatever.
0: (laughs) Like, it did run through my mind when I was watching Uh it. I was like, why is he still standing there? Because he
1: has that moment of, like, I get to breathe air from not within these fucking walls.
0: Yeah, but you could do that when you're not in danger of being (laughs)
2: caught
1: you know and you like, have... like, like breathe the freedom later just run 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 <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's like
0: look it's like the time when my older daughter went to the hospital mm-hmm. and i was all business right i was awake mm-hmm. for 40 hours okay and finally when everything was said and done
1: mm-hmm.
0: i had my breakdown because the doctor finally asked me how are you doing I started to cry.
1: Like why did you, why did you do it in the hospital? You should have just left and did it somewhere else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you but was, I you were still in the hospital. I didn't have a breakdown in a while she was, you know, like being checked out by the doctors or tra- traveling in the ambulance or not even when my car broke down when I was on my way mm-hmm. driving two hours to the, go to the fucking hospital that she went to. Now I waited till everything was all settled. So he should have waited he should have held his breath the whole fucking time
1: oh my god for
0: two hours until you know he wouldn't survive definitely
1: <sighs> anyway i think it's still iconic <laughs> it's it symbolizes freedom washed rain washed away by the water rain blah, 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 whatever Sucker! <laughs>
2: sucker fuck <laughs>
1: Fuck me for having hope.
0: <laughs> you know what I say about
1: that. <laughs> um, all right, I think I think we're done with this. Um, we like to thank everybody for joining us for this week's show. Uh, we like to th-
0: hopefully you don't regret it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we especially like to thank thank the folks at Your Entertainment Corner for hosting this podcast on their website. Mm, excuse me. I
0: know I made you cry.
1: uh you can find all your uh film film and tv news and reviews at com, where kelsey writes as well uh you can find this podcast on other on all other podcast catchers are all over the place (laughs) you
0: can even think straight i know
1: right (laughs) um so next week's episode uh we're really looking forward to this movie like Fuck, so stoked about this. Um, next week we're gonna be reviewing uh Dennis Villeneuve's uh Dune. Which uh will be in theaters October twenty second or or oh no or, or, or and will be streaming on HBO Max. Um we're gonna check it out on theaters, right? Yes. Yeah, we're Kelsey and I are gonna check it out in theaters. We kinda like made a decision like we're gonna do it anyway because it's supposed to be like this big spectacle, like watching it on the big screen so we're going to go ahead and do that if you don't feel safe go ahead check out on HBO Max and then uh, join us for next week's show Um, with that we're going to do our geriatric cinematic which is 1984's Dune directed by David Lynch I'll just go ahead and say I've never seen this this is at a time where I wasn't like a huge David Lynch fan and Mm -hmm. Dune 1984 has been considered was considered a travesty now it's being considered a like Masterpiece. Uh
0: huh. It's like that song that you hear and you hate it the first time mm-hmm. you hear it. Then you kind of like the second time. By the third time you hear it, you're like, I fucking love this song. I know, yeah, It's yeah. like that.
1: So we're gonna be coming in it like fresh. Like, let's see if it, like if it amounts to all that shit.
0: So both directors' names are David.
1: No, uh no, Dennis. Does oh, Dennis. David? Yeah, Dennis. Dennis Villeneuve and David Lynch. Fine, that killed my joke. Ha 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 ha. Good. <laughs> I killed your joke like you killed Hope. (laughs) Ha Look at
0: you soft rhyming like a white person. Ugh, shut
1: up. Don't do that. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell myself that. (laughs) Okay, so, oh yeah, and the topic for that episode will be New Spice versus Old Spice. What? Spice Girls. Spice Girls. If you wanna be my Spice Girl,
0: no. If you wanna be my lover.
1: I was trying to make like a Dune reference, but I couldn't. If you want some of this spice, psh, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna bid you guys a do.
0: If you want sand in all your crevices.
2: <laughs>